Hello and welcome to Zip Radio Podcasts powered by Synergy. I'm your host Madhura Gaikwad and I'm joined today by one of our guests Vinayak Zogrekar who is our CTO at Synergy. In today's episode, I'm going to chat with Vinayak about the technology trends and predictions for 2021. Like everyone in the tech industry, we've been doing our own research on what technologies will be under the limelight this year. which has been cited as the year of innovation recovery and renewal so welcome on board vinayak and thank you for joining us today thanks madhura thanks for the introduction you know i'm really excited about 2021 2020 was not really a good year that one could look forward to <laughs> given the covid situation and all that Right, but uh, 2021 is uh, really exciting me, Madhura, and I thought that there is so much to talk about the trends in 2021 that let's uh, divide and conquer by talking a little bit about cloud today, and particularly since Synergip, we are advanced partners of AWS, and as your partners, so we should focus today's conversation a little bit on cloud, and then. Uh, we could have another episode to talk about other things uh, would that be okay madhura absolutely that completely makes sense vinayak and since we have a lot to talk about we'll just get started right away so my first question to you vinayak is that uh, cloud has been highlighted in every 2021 prediction of tech trends such as gartner forrester forbes and we've also validated it through our own survey where our respondents said that the top skills that they will focus on in 2021 will be around aws so what do you have to say about this yeah so you know cloud has been the at the uh, you know cutting edge or uh, you would say for many years now so per se saying that cloud will be at the forefront is it's a no brainer it's like it has been there for many years now so it's going to continue but what has changed so let's look at what was happening till now so in terms of adoption of cloud there were many enterprises who were kind of just sitting on fence or paying lip service if you will they were not really going there though they kept saying that they wanted to but this uh, 2020 covid thing has now forced everyone to not sit on fence anymore so now they have to so it's like a now or never kind of situation for many industries take uh, retail for example right i mean the restaurants are closed now you have to think of you know your business differently restaurants can't be the same that they were and food delivery for example now takes precedence over the traditional restaurants right and you have cloud kitchens there are many businesses who don't look like a restaurant at all it's just a kitchen connected to cloud so that's where uh, you know the business models are changing take retail for example you don't see people going out for shopping it has materially and you can say irreversibly changed habits of people people have started buying online and that is the norm that is the default now one would go shopping only if you know it's uh, something like a garment or something like a fashion accessory where you can't really judge unless you wear it and you know look at yourself in the mirror so, some of those things won't change but you know commodities 
groceries and things which are like you know don't really require much of decision making they will all move to the cloud so that's the default model so you know it was already happening i would say but this has been like one would say we have just crossed a tipping point and now it's become mainstream so earlier the default model was the brick and mortar shop or the brick and mortar restaurant now the default model is changing so that's the big difference that i am really excited about take healthcare for example i have seen a lot of doctors there very of patients coming in because they themselves are to protect themselves so they are doing a lot of telemedicine now you can have a zoom call with your physician and ask him and he'll send you the prescription via email so all those things are now totally a different way of working and i think lot of material that has already got published on this and overall the business cycles are becoming faster because of this because you don't have to really wait for to get to a particular location physically get to there by traveling there the decision once it's made in your mind is just a click away for you to execute on that decision so overall uh, i think there's going to be more of that in 2021 and that's what i am excited about absolutely and uh, so this pretty much uh, will continue we've seen this a lot in 2020 and this will of course continue in the coming year so based on that subject as we are on that subject let's talk about the upcoming trends in cloud such as hybrid cloud and distributed cloud styles you know we are listening and watching and reading everywhere about these hybrid and distributed clouds such as on premise public cloud iot edge cloud and metro area community cloud so anything that you want to share with us about those yeah so they say that every cloud has its silver lining right right and that is the edge of the cloud it is something like that it's the edge of the cloud that is going to bring in a lot of new innovation so of course there will be continuity in terms of what you see in the mainstream cloud there will be you know whether it is elastic services such as aws ec2 or s3 and you know the traditional lambdas and eks and all that is going to continue there is not going to be much change in terms of that but it's the iot and iot greengrass particularly that is going to and similar services by other cloud providers like azure or google cloud service or alibaba these are you know i'm going to talk a little bit in terms of aws because that is closer to my heart but there are similar services available so the listener should not take the brand as be constrained it is a generically i can say that every brand will have its own offering in this area so coming to what's going on here is uh, there are two reasons why hybrid cloud makes sense one is the you know the way people are used to having their own data on prem their security concerns particularly for the healthcare and fintech sectors they need to have a part of their data and their application residing on their own private cloud so that is something which has been made possible because last year or year before there has been a way that the clouds operate uniformly so let me explain a little bit what is happening is that kubernetes for example has become the de facto standard for most of the microservices which are running whether it's on azure or on aws or on any other cloud and 
as a result what has happened is that if you build an application that runs on containerized application which is microservices based and which it can be easily migrated from your private cloud to a public cloud and vice versa so really speaking you could have a company such as synergy building your application use on the public cloud and then you could easily take it from there and with a push button deploy it on your private cloud so really speaking that there was some level of uh, resistance or some level of difficulty that was involved earlier in building applications which were hybrid in nature but now it has become so easy because of this underlying common you can say orchestration framework and uh, the common model of building containerized services so that has made it possible so this is one thing that definitely is the trend the second is in terms of edge computing so in edge computing lot of devices are now particularly when ipv6 becomes the norm which is this so in which case there will be millions and billions of devices so imagine madhura what happened when we went from the, you know the it industry was focused mainly on the laptop and desktop computers and that's where the number of devices was limited like and then when the mobile revolution happened somewhere 10 around 10 years back suddenly the number of devices that were connected increased many fold and then you know totally new type of applications came into being now the same thing is going to happen again there is going to be a hundred fold increase in the number of connected devices because everything now whether it's your toaster or your refrigerator i mean speaking it's a cliche but then figuratively speaking everything will be connected and you know there will be so many devices so the same type of revolution that we saw when the mobile devices were came into the mainstream 10 years back the same thing is going to happen again repeat itself now and that is going to make it possible for you to do a lot of computing at the edge so this is something which excites me a lot because and at the edge you know i am currently using a postcard size i mean it's just half an inch by half an inch processor which has a built in radio and a modem which has you know underneath i can slip in a sim card and it can connect using 5g and i can write python code to run on it and it will do a lot of uh, crunching it has its own file system right is there like uh, you know it could be 300 400 meters away from the hub and it can connect uh, to hundreds of such devices maybe in a plant or anywhere so decisions can be pushed to the edge right okay. so there is no heavy lifting required you don't have to take the data take it from the edge then put it on the cloud and then run your software there to decisions and then communicate those back to the edge right so here what is going to happen is you'll capture the data there and you know you just push the decision model to the edge and the decision model will be applied whatever you can use machine learning artificial intelligence to build that model but push that model to the edge and all the decision making will happen at the edge itself so that you know a lot of that heavy lifting traffic that used to happen that is not really needed so it's very exciting 5g yes i mean the story is not complete without talking about 5g 5g is going to make it possible for you to communicate using these now imagine having a device that is able to communicate let's say 
in real time video streams across to the cloud from the edge so there's a camera sitting somewhere and then that camera could in real time uh, send streaming data up so upload speeds using 5g so uh, you know currently you just don't get those kind of speeds using 4g so this is going to make a big difference once the 5g network and applications which are at the edge which are communicating back to the cloud using 5g and iot greengrass is another thing where you know it works the same way it would work i mean if you write a lambda or a serverless function on the cloud it works on the cloud it works on at the edge as well so you don't have to reinvent the wheel it's as if the cloud functionality that you are so comfortable with if you are happy with that if it is available when you are connected to the cloud it's available when you are not connected also at the edge so that is a different type of edge where you have processing at the edge computing happening maybe using small computers like raspberry pis or you might use arduino boards or whatever i mean there is a number of these processors that are going to be available so i think as i said silver lining at the edge right that's how i would describe 2021 so look at the edge and that's their silver lining you'll see a lot of activity in that area absolutely so says forester so says gartner so that makes complete sense as to how 2020 will be enlightened with edge computing and how everything is going hand with edge computing like 5g and uh, facilitating the use cases for edge so yes which brings me to our next question vinayak do you remember we talked about how serverless will become mainstream in the coming year and we recently even had a zip chat with panelists from aws and alchemy where we had you know uh, a topic about how serverless technologies the adoption of serverless technologies the challenges the benefits so uh, how do you see serverless becoming mainstream in the coming year yeah so you know whether it's serverless or whether it is consumer data services these are all progressions in the value chain right initially we used to have just virtual servers or ec2 instances if you will and that was the way people were happy with it and they were operating then with eks you had containers and you know or gke you had containers you know you didn't worry you stopped worrying about instances and instead you were deploying your applications inside containers and you know that abstracted away a lot of headache that was there for managing the environment configuration scalability and those so many things which were taken care of now you know why even that so serverless is the next step progression in the same value chain that uh, why even bother you about containers and all that you write your code and zip it and upload it and then you know the provider whether it is uh, google or whether it is aws they will take care of it and you will have serverless functions so that is going to be increasing because it makes a lot of sense first of all it's uh, scalable and you don't have to worry about uh, a lot of Uh, you can say devops stuff so the amount of hours one would spend on building your pods and your deployment files and all that and thinking about it designing all that is saved because then you're just you don't have to worry about it it is all taken care of by the provider so that is and also then earlier i talked about using the same paradigm 
also at the edge. So you can even very seamlessly migrate your applications from cloud to the edge because it's the same serverless architecture that works. And, you know, even clients such as uh, Alexa, they connect directly to your uh, cloud, right? And they will directly talk with uh, these serverless functions or uh, Lambda. So your clients on the client side are also now smarter and they expect a serverless function and not an endpoint like a microservice or something. So on the whole, everything, including the client side, as well as the server side, both are moving up the value chain. So this is a progression. Same thing, I'll take a little bit of time and talk about the data services. So initially, when we started working on the cloud, we used to have just dead storage S3. You know, uh, we call it data lake or whatever, where object storage, you dump your files or whatever. And that's just pure storage. And there was no real value addition. But then, you know, now you have Redshift and then you have uh, Snowflake and you have n number of other value added, you can say managed services available on top of that. So uh, you don't have to worry about installing or configuring or managing these things. So these are all managed services which are readily offered. You just worry about your data model that will sit on top. Now, the funny thing is that now, uh, you know, the next thing that is going to happen is you're going to get real ready-made data available. So not only that it will be modeled along in these uh, frameworks or in these uh, business intelligence data warehouses, but also the data itself would be made available for a price. So there's a lot of public data that can be shared and that can be put in these data warehouses. And that is going to be the next thing. I think in 2021, you can look forward to having a lot of these, what you call as the consumer data services. And uh, I'm sure when we talk about it next year, you know, there will be something else that is put on top and we will be moving one step ahead in the value chain. I don't know what that would be, but for now, I think these are all uh, natural progressions. And I see whether it's on the computing side or whether it's on the data side, both ways will be going hand in hand and going to the next level in the value chain. Absolutely. And one such example, uh, Vinayak, that uh, you and I were discussing earlier was about AWS's workspace offering about desktop as a service. So that is an example which is pretty exciting and uh, hopefully will scale in the coming year. Absolutely. With work from home situation happening in families, you don't have control on uh, you know who has access to the laptop. You know, if it's lying there, then somebody is going to download uh, or use it for watching Netflix or whatever, right? And definitely that is going to be a major threat for corporates with all everyone working from home. And you can't really dictate to employees what they should be doing with their devices at home, right? As long as they are able to connect to your cloud. So the right thing to do there would be to virtualize the desktop on the cloud using workspaces. And that's going to be the trend because then that is your office in the cloud. So, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, what kind of laptop you use to connect to it or what kind of device you use to connect, you will get the same experience and it will be a very sanitized environment of which companies would be very secure and they will get that comfort that they need that, you know, even though the employees are connecting using your laptops from home, 
they're not introducing malware or they're, they're no so as far as the enterprise code and enterprise software is concerned it is all kosher or sanitized i mean so that's the assurance that companies would need and going forward i think the we will see a lot of these uh, development environments also you know people use it even for day to day work uh, like you know i know of a company in singapore it has lawyers so they have some applications like microsoft word or uh, adobe viewers or whatever the standard stuff that legal system would use those things are installed and you know they can connect to that using their uh, you know ipads or whatever tablets or whatever device they don't even need a laptop to connect to it so these kind of things uh, are very promising and uh, you know when it's a situation where you're not only working from home but working from anywhere you know so it doesn't matter what kind of device you are using you should be able to connect to the same workspace or desktop that you would normally use using whatever you are holding in your hand maybe at some point of time you might be able to even issue voice commands to it one never knows so you know that is another trend that i see you know coming up very soon and uh, it would be mainstream in the coming year 2021 definitely would be a good mark year in which you would see a lot of people who are a uh, lot of companies who are having their employees working from home connecting to these uh, or desktops in the cloud yes that is true so vinay before we wrap up one important question and obvious question that i have for you uh, and which is addressed in all these trends and predictions is about how cloud security will be one of the most important and critical uh, subjects for the coming year since everything is going to be on cloud yeah absolutely whether it is data privacy so these are the main things so that is why i said that's where uh, i see two definite trends that are happening one is you have different levels of encryption private key public key setting and all that would be very very normal i mean it's not just the authentication authorization that you are used to using password protection but you are going to have a lot more of that in all the interaction between users and the networks the second thing as i said was a hybrid cloud part where you will have a very secure data or private areas where you know the access itself would be controlled and there will be a lot that is virtualized so you know firewall for example or it's a switch or it's a gateway so you will have virtualization of those so you will be able to configure your own uh, virtual network within a cloud setup so just the way what you had a few years back in your office you would have connected computers in the office which are secure behind the firewall and then you know you have firewall policies that are set up and everything that protects it from outside world so you had your own private uh, within the four walls your office the same thing you can do in a virtual space now you can set up a virtual kind of firewall you can set up a virtual switch a virtual gateway so i mean it's going to be physically not present all virtual but it is going to have the same functionality in the same way it protected us from the outside world it would protect our data in our virtual and our hybrid network so i think there is lot of uh, thing in security and security one thing about uh, security is that 
you know there is no end to it i mean the more you have it the more people will want it because it's a game where you know people who are trying to breach the attack surface would grow attackers would be, become smarter and then you know you have protective measures that have to again respond to that so this is going to go on and on but uh, in the coming year i see the trends that i talked to major thing that i talked about one is public key private key based uh, authentic i mean it is more more or less it's going to be the norm that you will always have a key with which you would be able to access something so that will be uh, norm so that is one and second is the hybrid cloud where you will have virtual environments which are configured to protect your network your data from the outside uh, public cloud so that i think is going to be a major trend in and this is one last thing before we wrap up uh, that i wanted to touch upon and uh, that's a big thing that is happening is the availability of gpus right yes. on the cloud so you know gpus have been more or less used extensively for uh, manufacturing bitcoins right <laughs> that is something where it has earned its uh, whatever reputation you can call it but you know going forward gpus will be used extensively for artificial intelligence machine learning applications where speed computations are required only for a short while i mean if you are making a model that model requires you to use it for a day or two days and you once your model is ready you don't need that computing power so it doesn't make sense for you to even acquire that so you know if it is available you can spin up gpu on the cloud nothing like it i mean you would rather do that and then you know i have seen that applications which take you know machine learning uh, training sessions where you are training a machine learning algorithm that session could go on for hours and hours but if you use a gpu it can get over within minutes and seconds so it makes a lot of difference though gpu time is going to be more expensive but i foresee that cloud based gpus are going to be the way to go particularly for ai applications that is brilliant and uh, unless there is anything else vinayak that you would like to share about cloud that we have missed out on i would like to wrap up this session and kind of talk a little bit about the upcoming episodes so one last interesting thing about data is that still you would require a lot of this data to be tagged and there will be this new breed of uh, people who will be tagging data and making it ready for machine learning applications and you know those would be not office workers working from an office uh, and doing working as analysts but they would be specialists who are specialized in a certain field but you know they offer their services to tag the data from wherever they are uh, using their mobile devices connecting to the cloud so this kind of uh, you can say democratization or crowdsourcing of tagging is going to be something that is going to be facilitated by cloud so i, I am very very excited about this because you know, there's lot of data that is there but unless you tag it it can't be used for training artificial intelligence algorithms that is true that is true 
And speaking of AI and democratization, uh, I'm excited to host you again, Vinayak, in the coming episodes where we discuss the other two trends that we've identified, which will be big in the year of 2021. Uh, so thanks again, Vinayak, for joining us today. It was a very interesting and insightful chat. And uh, I will see you in the next episode again. Wonderful. Thank you, Madhurya. Thank you for having me. And thank you everyone for tuning in. If you are looking to accelerate your product roadmap, visit our website www.synerzip.com for more information. Stay tuned to future Zip Radio episodes for more insights on technology and agile trends. Thank you.